support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by PB and Joey. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to pbandjoey.com for more information. $35 or more gets you free shipping. That's pbandjoey.com for more information. pbandjoey.com. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by poppycroc.com. For the most ridiculous parody news site, go to poppycroc.com for more information. As ridiculous as possible. Hey everyone, here's a great way to support this website and make money for yourself. This is Robinhood, the app that makes investing easier and offers more ways to make your money work harder. Their goal? Investing in financial markets more affordable, more intuitive, and more fun, no matter how much experience you have or don't have. Keep a broker in your back pocket. Everything you need to manage your assets and all available in a single app. Set up customized news and notifications to stay on top of your assets as casually or as relentlessly as you like. Controlling the flow of info is up to you. Have access to stocks, funds, options, cash management, and cryptocurrency. Make unlimited commission-free trades in stocks, funds, and options with Robinhood Financial. The same goes for buying and selling cryptocurrencies with Robinhood Crypto and zero commission fees. Also introducing cash management. Invest, spend, and earn all through your brokerage account. Secure a spot on the waitlist and reserve your card. Here's what I want you to do. Go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate and when you click on the referral banner and securely sign up either using your Android, Apple device, or desktop, you get a share of stock value between $3 and $150 after funding your account. That's all you got to do. You get a free stock. I get a free stock. We all win. Trading terms and conditions still apply. See Robinhood.com for more information. Once again, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate, click on the Robinhood referral banner, and claim your free stock. Robinhood, it's time to do money. This is what you want to talk about. Hey, come on, Jack. That's not fair. I've been waiting for that money for three years. That's all that marriage is some shit you were talking about. It's your money. It'll be there in six months when you get out. You don't want any of it. Not my style. I need a car. How about loan me a couple thousand when you get out? What kind of car you want? Convertible? I'm a rag top man. Deal? Good. Jay here, PositiveSarcasm.com. Happy Sunday, everybody. Streaming live from the Spare Parts Studios. Welcome to the Leftovers edition of last week's podcast. Last week, this week, uh, how's everybody's quarantine going on? How's everybody doing? Ha, ha, tough crowd, I tell you. Uh, my name's Jay. I'm the owner-operator and facilitator and troublemaker and shit starter of PositiveSarcasm.com. Got a couple articles going on for today. Uh, some stuff from Louis C.K., Windows PCs, specifically HP computers exposed, American Airlines being a bunch of fucktards like usual, and then finally an article uh, about ion engines. Finally, we can get the hell out of here because there's plenty of people that annoy the shit out of me. Um... So I threw a TV off the... Oh, oh, by the way, by the way, social media. You can find me on TikTok at Positive Sarcasm. You can find me on Instagram at Positive underscore Sarcasm. You can find me on Facebook.com slash Positive at POS Sarcasm and Facebook.com slash Positive Sarcasm. If you want to email me... Mm, cocaine snort. If you want to email me directly, go to Positive Sarcasm at Outlook.com. Whew! All right. 
I might actually get out of here in 30 minutes today. Anyways, uh, okay. So I got a couple of articles I want to drop today. Um, getting pretty fucking sick of the uh, of the sh- the news I'm watching or news the articles I'm seeing on dig.com. You can't even find a decent article on there anymore right now. Not right now until this whole... You know what's funny is the aftermath for news articles of this coronavirus shit, it's going to take forever to actually get rid of the shitty news articles. There's so many op-eds right now that it, there's almost no facts being reported anymore. Everything is completely distorted. Everything. Everybody. All the bloggers and, and op-eds and letters to the editor are coming out of the woodwork now. There's nothing, there's nothing you can, there's nothing you can look for anymore. Nothing, nothing of really any significance. It's all gone to shit. So it's, it makes it really difficult for me to deliver you accurate information when there's so much bullshit going on out there. If you want the, you want the honest information, here's the honest information. There's a pandemic out there that's probably going to kill a couple million people all over the world. Number two, you're going to get a stimulus check unless you make under $75,000. You're going to get a stimulus check for 1200 bucks plus five, 500 per kid. And then that's pretty much it. And then most possibly, you're probably going to lose your job. 30% of the workforce is most likely going to be laid off for six months to a year. And you might have to strap on a, a bib or something like that and be, and go work for a grocery store. That's pretty much where we're at. And I really feel bad for prostitutes right now because who they fucking? Um, but I just got kind of tired of it. And you know me, every once in a while, I like to throw uh, a piece of electronics off a roof. Usually it's a printer. This time it was symbolically a television. I took a 32-inch TV and went up to my rooftop and just chucked it, just chucked it right off the roof because I'm just sick and tired of, of cable, you know, like Cox Communications, Charter, Spectrum, and, and Xfinity by Comcast, just charging us a premium just so we could feed on the fear that they just shoved down our throats and just outright annoying. So just kind of a sending a message that if you have, if you have cable news or if you have cable, time to cut it. Time to cut it. Just, just get rid of it. I mean, we're so busy dealing with we're, we are so focused on the symptoms and never dealing on with the actual problem, the virus, the bacteria itself. In any case, and our boredom or our fear or our searching for bad news, it just leads us to paying too much for this or losing our freedom for a little bit of safety and the idea of paying all this money for shit that we don't need, including cable that we generally don't watch. You know much I think when you, when you have cable and you're spending like 80 to 100 bucks a month, how much of that are you actually watching? How much are you actually actually watching? Sooner or later, in the next few years, the NFL has already signed their last cable contract. This is going to be their last cable contract. So the NFL and all these large sports organizations, we don't talk sports in this podcast, but it's a, it's a, it's a telltale sign of what's to come. Next, The next after five years or so, you're not going to see any large cable contracts from the sports organizations anymore, which is going to take a lot of money out of like CBS, NBC, Fox's pockets. So because a lot of these, a lot of these sports organizations, they're going to go online, they're going to do online streaming, they're going to do a lot of that stuff. So they're, they're going to be in complete control. So those large cable contracts are going to go, go away. Therefore, there's going to be no reason, no reason for you to have cable. In any way, shape, or form. So you might as well just cancel it now. You've got only a couple more. This may actually move that ahead. But the idea that what you're paying for and what they're delivering to you is doing nothing but scaring everyone out there. 
So you, my, your, my best advice to you is if you want detailed, accurate information, it will come to you. Directives will come to you. You will get an email from the state, from your city, from the government telling you exactly what to do. Beyond that, you're not going to get any information from the television that's going to be of any value. Okay? You're better off just, you know, throwing all your shit up on Craigslist and selling it. And if you are one of those unfortunate bastards that's probably going to lose their job or get their hours cut, you are going to get some unemployment benefits and also you're going to go you might have to go strap in for a job that you're not going to like for a while. You may have to go into some type of retail. You may have to go into some type of restaurant. You may have to lower your expectations for a little bit. You don't have to go dating that fat girl. Well, maybe you do. But the idea is that you're going to have to pick up the slack to 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 you know to maintain the lifestyle for now whatever it is this isn't you know you're going to have to you're going to have to work a little bit harder and you're going to have to appreciate the fact that you get any paycheck at all any paycheck at all the idea is that anybody any one of us can get chopped or our businesses or our our clients our clients are hurting right now and that does that hurt my business? Yeah, it hurts my business. I've had clients that aren't that can't afford to pay me right now or can't afford to pay me in their full amounts or in the the hourly or the weekly or the per this or per that that I charge. But the idea is that I can still offer my services and expand the services that I have available to me to people that maybe can't afford it but do need the services still. I certain aspects of my business uh, are not essential but can be done remotely and other aspects of my business are essential because it require people require repairs on their computers they re- require repair on their technology they require consultation on their businesses that stuff I can still do and I can do from here so I'm open I'm open for whatever you got I don't you know that's it's as simple as that uh, but as far as throwing the TV out, you go to my Instagram, go check out. I sometimes just love throwing shit off the television, uh, off the roof. So this time the victim was a 32 inch insignia television. But problem was, is it's an, the smaller TVs are all plastic. So when they break, they don't break with any drama. They just kind of bend. And then that's pretty much it. But Hey, don't worry. There's going to be a neat, I'll break another TV soon enough. And hopefully it'll be a much bigger one with a little more glass breaking. Uh, in the meantime, this is Sunday Leftovers. I don't need to ramble. I can be out of here in 20 minutes if I wanted to be. Some good news in the world of uh, entertainment. Louis C.K. surprised uh, everybody by dropping a new special. We were expecting one to come to begin with. But like typical Louis, he doesn't tell us anything. Mm-mm. Which is probably for the best. So, let's see. The article came from Deadline, and I'll also have the... Uh, his website up as well for for people who subscribe to Louis uh, Louis C.K.'s uh, newsletter. He he sent one back a while. He sent one back about six months ago, letting him know that he's going to be going on tour, and these were some of the dates. And it was just a pretty simple, subtle email. He didn't say anything about a special, but all the comics knew that he was he was still touring and that he had a special that was coming out soon. And from the original, and I'm excited to the surprise of his fans and detractors. Louis C.K. dropped the new comedy special Saturday on his official website. The comedian said he released the stand-up special titled Sincerely CK for those who, quote, need to laugh. It's available for download and stream for $7.99. In a press announcement, the Louis star and creator indirectly referenced the coronavirus outbreak and said laughter helps when, quote, things get shitty or when people are facing difficult times. Quote, I feel like there are two kinds of people in this world, he said. One kind needs to laugh when things get shitty. 
In fact, the shittier things get, the more serious, the more dark, the more terrifying, the more dangerous and dire anything is, the more important it is to laugh in the midst of it and often directly in its face. I agree with this. I agree with that quote. He continued, these people believe it's no coincidence that human beings have survived despite our fragile hairless bodies <laughs> through the most difficult of times and that we are the only species besides ladybugs who, ladybugs who laugh at life. Uh, and then it just talks about his past. But for the most part, yeah, I agree with him. And that's why comedy, we'll see, tragedy plus time equals comedy. That's why no topic is off limits when it comes to comedy. So, and Louis knows that more than any other comic. So I, I actually, let's see, let's go to his website, louisck.com. So L-O-U-I-S-C-K.com. And you can add, let's see, add to cart or you can buy with Google Pay. And I think you can stream it right from his website. Video download and stream. So it comes with a one-year digital streaming license on his website. Full digital downloads are available in HD and standard definition quality. So that's pretty cool. So, yeah, you can go ahead and check that out. I might actually go... I'm going to watch that this week. I might, even try, I might even try to watch it tonight. But it's $7.99, which actually isn't too bad. And uh, I'm a big fan of Louis C.K.'s stand-up. I am, big time. I'm I'm up there with the Chappelle's, the Rogans, the Joey Diaz's. Uh so I would this is right in my freaking wheelhouse. The Bill Burrs. Yeah, this is right in my in my stuff. He's got older specials if you haven't seen them live at the Beacon Theater and uh Hilarious. Are two of his more my, my wait. Live at the Beacon, Chewed Up and Hilarious. If you want to get to know what Louis CK's comedy is like, those are the ones you want to give a shot. You can also, if you have Pandora, he's his. Uh, you can look up Louis C.K. on Pandora, and he some of his bits stream on there as well. So if you get want to get a better idea of what Louis' uh, stand-up is, you can go ahead and check it out that way too. But uh, I also want to, since everybody's, here's the thing. I want to get to some techie news, some techie shit news real quick. Mm. Drink of the day, by the way, Wild Tonic Blackberry Mint Flavor, June Kabucha. The, Okay. It's delightful. Very honey. Not as not as hoppy or carby as other uh, kombuchas. So uh, here's the thing. Windows P. This is an article by Bleeping Computer, which uh, this is not surprising at all. the uh, The topic is Windows exposed to Windows PCs exposed to hacks by critical HP support assistant bugs. Here's the thing. A lot of the computers that I get that are just given to me or what have you are Hewlett Packard computers, are compact computers. That's all HP, they're all HP based. Hewlett Packard for the last 10 years has been pumping out laptops. Here's the funny thing about uh, their laptops. Their laptops seem to be, still be running. Despite all the shit that people talk about HP laptops, the, I get them and the vast majority of them are still running. As long as the motherboard is good and the screen lights up, they're still running. HP pumped out a ton of laptops in the last 10 years, all different types, and people are just tossing them aside. They're upgrading, which they don't need to do. I have an, uh, an HP computer running downstairs. I have an HP computer running the YouTube live stream. Uh, let's see. What else? So I got one, two. I got a few. I got two HPs running my server, running, the, running a server. One's a backup and one's a primary right now. So that I do, this is a Dell. The Dell that's sitting, in, I have a Dell and a Toshiba sitting in front of me. And also I have another computer, a desktop in, in my living room that's also an HP. So they have a ton of computers. They all, so 
This is a big deal because a lot of people have Hewlett Packard or Compaq computers, mostly HP computers. I think Compaq was kind of done away with after they were bought out. But they have um, when you're upload when you have HP, every they all come built in with this program called HP Support Assistant, which downloads all the new drivers drivers for your software, for your hardware, and what have you. It's constantly running on anybody who isn't uh, a little tech savvy with their computers. Number one with HP Support Assistant, it's it's good. It's not great. It helps you install a lot of new drivers. I use it uh, often when I'm downloading. If I'm popping a new drive, uh, a new hard drive into another computer, for into a, into a hard into an HP computer, and then I need to find the drivers. Blah blah blah. And their site is fine, but this HP support assistant constantly runs in the background, so it's using up computing power. Now that there's so many HP computers out there. It's with Windows 7 uh, still being used, especially nowadays because of COVID, HP computers are, uh, HP Windows 7 computers are still out there running hard. But now they're, now it's vulnerable to attacks, to hacks. So on Bleeping, and this is my recommendation, and it's the recommendation of uh, Bleeping Computer. If you have HP support assistant and your computer is up to date, my strong advice to you is to actually turn off and then delete HP support assistant. You actually don't need it. Once you have all your drivers for your um, hardware downloaded, which would you have done which you would have done from the very beginning, once you had those all downloaded and your computer is completely up to date for all the hardware drivers, you need to stop you need to delete HP support assistant. Just go into just click on your start menu, go to control panel and look for programs, uninstall program, uninstall apps or whatever. So any any uninstall programs and then just click on that and look for HP support assistant and then just get rid of it. Just get rid of it. And that will because it the idea is to if it, if the hack or the virus or whatever can infiltrate HP support assistant, that's how it's going to get into your Hewlett Packard computer. And then what it's going to do what it's supposed to do from there. Now the hack, the vulnerability is stated as uh, let's see, computers to remote code execution attacks and could allow attackers to elevate their privileges or to delete arbitrary files following successful exploitation. HP Support Assistant, uh, marketed by HP as a, as a free self-help tool, is pre-installed on new HP desktops and notebooks and is designed to deliver automated support, updates, fixes to HP PCs and printers. All right, and it'll notify you when updates are available. Uh, here's the problem. HP computers sold after October 12th, October 2012, and running Windows 7, 8, or 10 all come with HP Support Assistant installed by default. By default, and if you're updating any uh, HP computers from 2009, 2010 and up, you'll download HP Support Assistant, and then that'll help, but that's the problem. They're all pre-installed on all these computers. Now, here's the here's the issue. Security researcher Bill Demircapi found 10 different vulnerabilities within HP Support Assistant software, including five local privileges, escalation flaws, two arbitrary file deletion vulnerabilities, and three remote code execution vulnerabilities. HP PCERT partially patched the vulnerabilities in 2019 after receiving an initial disclosure report during 2019. Another patch was issued in 2020. It uh, failed to patch three of the local privileges. So what this thing is, is this little bug gets into HP Support Assistant and it takes the privileges of what can be installed, like as far as cookies 
or location settings and allows and it basically turns all your security settings or some of your security settings down so that these can be installed in your computer. And that's how viruses and malware gets in. And then you're fucked after that. So the best thing you can do is if you're going to use HP support, if you need drivers, just go to HP support assistance website, download the drivers manually, install them. They all, they're all executable files. Install them manually if you need them. Or if your computer's already up to date, just delete HP support assistant and then you'll be fine. Um, yeah, that's what I would, that's what I would do. And then you should, you should be fine. But there are so many HP computers out there that still work, that are still upgradable. So it's it's very, very important that you um, just get rid of HP Support Assistant altogether and just run your computer bare bones, maybe with Windows Defense, Windows Security Center running, and that's pretty much it. And uh, try not to look at too much porn. But there's that. And then I wanted to get into, what are we at, 20 minutes? Mm. I wanted to do two more articles, and then we'll get out of here for today. I wanted to at least provide you with some type of news that, um, well, this one is American Airlines. It has to do with COVID, but it's just another example of American Airlines being douchebags. And then another one is this uh, this article I forgot to talk about last week, uh, but let's see. This one is on the New York Post. which They're always in for a good laugh. American Airlines flight crams its only 11 passengers into last three rows, which is a report. American Airlines is flying in the face of coronavirus safety protocols and its passengers' well-being, according to a trio of whistleblowing flight attendants. Despite there only being 11 people on a Tuesday, March 24th flight, the company allegedly, allegedly refused to allow them to adhere to social distancing measures of sitting six feet apart, instead forcing them all into the last three rows, Mother Jones reports. The reasoning behind it is while they bought basic economy fares so we can't put them further up in the cabin because that would be an upgrade, said one of the flight attendants who requested anonymity for fear of retribution from her employer. Uh, Even though, yeah, despite the uh, lack of protocol allowing them to do so, flight attendants took took it upon ourselves to spread them out, she claims to the outlet. That same day, American, the world's largest airliner in terms of both passenger number and fleet size, did finally issue a new relaxed seating policy policy in response to the epidemic. It allows gate agents to reassign seats to create more space between customers and for passengers to move to another seat within their ticketed cabin subject to availability, adding that 50% of standard middle seats and every seat bordering jump seats should be left empty. The apparent, the apparently reactionary measures may have not been sufficient, however, as the company continued to enforce pricing tiers on nearly empty flights, uh, as Mother Jones reports. American Airlines told the Post that Mother Jones declined to provide them with the flight numbers for the trips in question. Additional, well, understandable because if they know which flight it is, they know who the flight attendants are. However. Uh, additionally, we'll see. American Airlines. Blah, 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 blah. Additionally, the, la- the last fl- row of every flight is blocked for airport control, and those seats are never assigned unless the flight is completely full. A rep said via email. However, one frequent flyer told the Post she experienced a similar scenario on her American Airlines flight. This was on March seventh from JFK to LAX. That's a freaking long fight. Flight. Uh. All passengers were shoved into the last eight rows and had about 12 rows free, said Katie Levine, or Levine, excuse me, 28, a Los Angeles-based photographer whose work has appeared in Vogue and GQ magazines. 
We weren't allowed to spread out because it was extra room, extra legs room seats. When I discussed this with the flight attendant, he said, what's next? You guys are going to expect first class seats. It was absolutely insane. After American Airlines' new protocols were put in place, one flight attendant claims they were on another flight where the passengers were tightly confined with their class tier. All 15 passengers were again crammed into the plane's last rows, barred from moving ahead of the exit row, as that would constitute an upgrade. In addition to the claims that they refused to prioritize passenger safety over pricing tiers, even on nearly empty flights, the airline allegedly hasn't given flight attendants hand sanitizer, although it does provide sanitizing towelettes. It only began to allowing attendants to wear face masks in the final week of March, and then only if they were in a neutral color. It's insulting, a flight attendant told Mother Jones. Let's suppose I do on, get, go on Amazon and find a mask, but it's in purple. Well, now that you don't want me to wear it because it's purple and it's not beige? Uh, let's see. Meanwhile, on March 23rd, Philly-based American Airlines flight attendant Paul Frischgorn, 65 years old, died of COVID complications in the following week. The airline sharply reduced meal and snack service and suspended 60 to 80% of its domestic flights for April and May. Flight attendants say much more is necessary. The changes are coming to for my own mental health. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. American Airlines has never had a very good track record anyways. So, and this is, I did talk about bailing out the airlines in this situation because this is not, it's not their fault that the, uh, that this outbreak happened. However, American Airlines not following guidelines to set a precedence for pass, uh, for, for customer safety, then, I mean, Fuck them. Maybe they should get, when it comes to bailing out the airlines, I mean, obviously it should be a, a matter of customer satisfaction. Who, as a meritocracy is, customer satisfaction, you get uh, the most uh, bailout money. So, for example, like Delta. If Delta needs a bailout, Delta gets a bailout on top of American because American are assholes. I love, and I'm, I'm a fan of Delta. Delta has got a huge hub in Atlanta. They fly everywhere. You can find decent prices. So I would give more bailout money to Delta. And as far as American Airlines, if they're just going to continue to be assholes, I mean, fine. I'm okay with them not getting as much bailout money because they're going to be douchebags like that. Then what's the point of you sticking around? Um, let's see. But yeah, I mean, that's fucking stupid. Who flies American I don't like it because I, I do have a problem with um, with uh, airlines like I do with uh, c- cable companies. Only one is more of a ne- – they're both necessities. You need to fly in order to get places quicker, and you need internet, but that's controlled by the cable companies. So – and your, your choices, though, for flying – here's the thing. Your choices for flying are much easier. You, get to, you can fly Delta. You can fly Southwest. You can go JetBlue, you can, and but with American, you're looking for cheaper tickets. If you're flying Spirit, you're looking for cheaper tickets. My recommendation, if you want to, if you want to fly a good airline and still not spend all your money, you go with JetBlue, you go with Delta, you go with Southwest. At least they have nice flight attendants, people that are friendly to you. I don't know. I don't get why you get on an airplane and then a flight attendant has the right to be a douchebag to you. And apparently, from everything I understand, American Airlines they have a lot of asshole flight attendants. I don't understand why that's allowed. I mean, customer service. And here's another thing. Another issue is your flight attendants don't have a right to be assholes. Your gate attendants don't have a right to be assholes. However, uh, customers don't have a right to be assholes either. And I've seen a lot of asshole flyers lately. Ever since the prices in airline tickets have dropped, I see a lot of douchey 
poorly dressed, smelly individuals getting on air- airplanes. And I'm not a fan of that. And quite frankly, if you're gonna, if you're a douchebag in any capacity to a gate attendant or to a, um, if they're not douchey to you first, if you're just being douchey in general, you shouldn't be allowed to get on a plane. I think you should. I don't think you should be allowed to get on a plane. I think you should be suspended from the. I think, yeah, you should be suspended from fucking flying. I think you should be any to any person that seems like they're pushing emotional. They have a, a mental issues because you know they're gonna be douchey to somebody. Then I don't think you should get on a fucking airline. I don't think you should get. I don't think you should be walked into an airport. I mean, people are already on edge at airports as is. The right that you had to. It's. If you're paying good money, that's one thing. But if you're just buying a cheap ticket to get on an airplane and you're bringing your emotional support dog with you and you just want to be a dick because you... you, I see so many fucking videos of people being assholes on airplanes. And it, it goes both ways, when it, whether it's an American Airlines flight attendant or it's some douchey passenger who got a fucking last-minute $50 plane ticket. I Yeah, you should be thrown off the airplane. So I, mean, I get it that flight attendants and gate attendants have had enough with dealing with people's shit with cheap cheap ticket buyers but at the same time uh you know what i think people just need to be a little bit nicer in general how about that how about that just be a little bit nicer in general to each other please 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 don't shove us into the last two rows of a fucking airplane give us a little give us a little breathing room please and people who my thoughts to people who actually fly on airplanes can you do me a favor can you dress up a little bit can you at least find a nice pair of jeans Maybe some some travel slacks or a button shirt. Can you, if you're wearing shorts, can it be a nice pair of shorts and not like fucking jogging shorts? Can you have a nice pair? Uh, can you when you wear shoes? Can you can no? First of all, can you please wear shoes and not flip flops? Can you please put on nice socks? Can you please brush your fucking teeth? Can you do? Can you look presentable when you're getting on an airplane and be nice to people around you? Can you do that, please? Right now, we need a little civility. I'm seeing it at the grocery store. I'm seeing it in, uh, just with with people in general. A lot of, you know, I mean, as long as you're not hoarding toilet paper, I see a lot of nice people out there in general. The first few days were weird because people were a little little more aggressive on the on the on the roads, but people are a lot nicer now. But this airplane thing, that's going to be an issue for quite some time. And if you're a nice airline with nice flight attendants, I have a feeling that that uh, maybe passengers will be nicer back. But I don't know. It's just something I wanted to wanted to bring up. Uh, final article for today on Sunday leftovers. Because oh, I really, I got, I'm hungry. I'm, I'm re- I was really hungry this week. Mm. Did I knock that over? No, we're good. Okay. Maybe if it doesn't work out, maybe if this just doesn't work out and it all goes to shit and we're just going to kill each other on this little blue marble, maybe once again we need to go back to my original thought that we have to get off this planet. And this comes to an article I was – there's something to do with NASA. NASA was having some issues with the new rocket they were trying to build, but they have this new engine that they're working on right now called the ION engine. And the ION engine is pretty much this. It's surrounded by solar panels, and the solar panels – the let's see it's called the ion double asteroid redirection due for the latest mission to establish a game plan for this particular variety of what is that oh this is for if they're going to slam into an asteroid so this is pretty cool let me read this article uh humans are currently grappling with emerging threats well we're dealing with one right now this one has to do with collisions with asteroids 
while these impacts are relatively low, blah, blah, blah. What is an ion engine? Thank you. D developed by NASA and Aerojet Rocketdyne, this thruster will demonstrate the use of solar power and ion propulsion on an asteroid impactor mission. While it is not the first ion thruster to be incorporated into the spacecraft, NEXT-C is about twice as large and three times as powerful as its predecessor on NASA's Dawn mission. It's got mole thrust. Uh, it's really good for in-space propulsion. May, able, may be even able to rocket us into farther, in, farther out into space. DART will be primarily be accelerated towards Didymos via a hydrazine gas system. Rides along as a demonstration of ion engine technology. Okay. Tell me what the fuck it does, first of all. Okay. Uh, let's see. The thruster runs on electricity powered by DART solar panels, which is then used to heat up the xenon propellant until it becomes an ionized plasma. That's hot. In other words, xenon atoms become ions, which are particles that have an electrical charge due to the loss or gain of electrons. Ooh, nerd shit. In this case, the xenon loses its electrons, transforming into positively charged ions. These ions are drawn toward two gridded riddled with thousands of tiny holes. Two griddled screens riddled with thousands of tiny holes. After they pass through the first screen, which has a positive charge, they get a sudden speed boost from the second negatively charged screen. Woo! The, which, this is some wild stuff. What we have basically two screens that are pretty close to each other, and we establish a high voltage of 1,000 volts to 2,000 volts, depending upon what thrust you want. Once you establish that voltage potential, it essentially shoots the iron, the ions out of the front of the thruster. That's what creates the thrust. Xenon is a particularly good propellant because it is relatively inert, unlike more volatile fuel sources like hydrazine. It's reactive nat Okay, we're getting a little too... Okay, ion thrusters are especially useful for long-lived missions tasked with mul visiting multiple celestial bodies. Ion engines are very efficient in regards to the use of fuel and xenon. The Dawn mission was able to visit a couple different asteroids. How could the ion engines one day save humanity? It's launched by Falcon 9, but it's composed of an 800-meter-wide... Didymos is composed of a... 800-meter-wide asteroid, known as Didymos A, which is orbited by a moon one-fifth its size, called Didymos B, or Didymoon. Though this system is not hazardous to Earth, its orbit around the sun occasionally brings it within a few million miles of our planet. This proximity and the unique binary nature of Didymos make it an ideal destination for an impactor. If all goes to plan, DART will crash into Didymos B in October of 2022 at a speed of... 6.6 kilometers a second, so 3.7 miles per second. Following the crash, scientists will monitor their predicted shift in the moon's orbit, which is predicted, expected to be fairly small, but even the slightest nudge will help scientists understand the efficacy of the plan to redirect hazardous asteroids to protect Earth. Next C is already being considered, so it's a rocket that goes over 3 miles per second and smashes into, into asteroids, to move them just a tiny speck, move them a tiny trajectory out of our way. Considered as a propulsion source for future sample return missions to asteroids and comets, and could be adapted to steer commercial satellites that need to move to different trajectories in low Earth orbit. While so, while DART may be thrusters' first journey in space, it's unlikely to be its last. So that's pretty cool. It's an ion. It's an ion mish. It's an ion blaster, basically. It's like something that's attached to Iron Man's hands. And they use and the way it's powered is by xenon propellant, and it also it's powered by Dart solar panels. 
So the thruster runs on electricity powered by solar panels, then used to heat up xenon propellant, which is the fuel, and then it becomes ionized plasma. And poof, there's your thrust. So that's how they do that. So that's pretty cool. So I'm curious to see, I'm always looking for articles that um, have to do with rocket thrusters or anything that puts us in a position to go farther into space to visit new planetary bodies and how long it would take to get to get us to those planetary bodies. And I'm, I'm just curious, like anything that has to do with thrust, it's going to take us millions of fucking years to get anywhere habitable. So I'm always looking, for, but I'm, I'm still just to kind of bip and bop around the solar system. I'm curious to see what kind of rocket boosters are that, that, you know, test that uh, SpaceX and uh, uh, NASA are trying to come up with. But I am looking for the ultimate, um, the ultimate article when we we finally developed a concept for a warp engine or a space time, you know, space bending engine that can get us from one spot to another, and literally a matter of a few hours. And I haven't seen that yet. We've had some kind of cool. There's some cool concepts on YouTube, but nothing concrete as of yet. And still, we don't even know if it's truly possible. So. I don't know. I just want to drop that in there. So we done. We've gone over Louis C.K.'s new. Uh, so go to Louis C.K.'s new website, louisck.com, and his new stand-up special is out now. You can buy it for seven ninety-nine. Uh, American Airlines being assholes again. Uh, NASA's new Ion rocket. This is by Becky Ferrara of Vice, which is a website I almost never visit. And also, if you want to go check out some fake news, go to poppycrock.com. They got a bunch of new crazy and silly blogs out there right now. And also go to my uh, Instagram or my YouTube channels. Uh, I just dropped a. I just threw dropped. I just threw a new TV off the roof uh, yesterday morning. That was a lot of fun. But then again, you can find me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm. You can find me on YouTube positive sarcasm and positive sarcasm podcast. Find me on TikTok, Facebook, and uh, Instagram, and then. Uh, YouTube as well. Yeah, 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 whatever. Okay, we're done here. Oh, yeah, and of course, if you have questions or comments or concerns about the HP hack, the HP uh, support assistant issue, uh, email me directly, and we can discuss it further. If you want to um, questions or concerns or comments, you can hit me up on my website. Go to positivesarcasm.com, click the contact button. You can also uh, email me directly, positivesarcasmoutlook.com if you need posing music. For later bodybuilding shows that have to be that are being rescheduled, just email me directly. Uh, but yeah, we'll 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 see. This is just Sunday leftovers. I just wanted to kind of ooh, I got a I got a like on Instagram. There we go. Aren't I feeling special? Anyways, uh, let's see. I had to postpone uh the sequel to Cyberpunk, uh due to some due to an issue. Uh, but that'll I'll start filming that again. Hope uh, hopefully in the next couple weeks once everything gets cleared up. But until then, you can find me on, uh, you can find this podcast. Boy, this is definitely a weird Sunday leftovers. That's okay. But anyways, this podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn, CastBox, Podcast Addict, anywhere where podcasts are available, you can find me there. And I have still not suffered any issues with the whole Spotify thing. I know Spotify has some copyright stuff. I've been keeping an eye on it, but I've had no issues with Spotify as of yet. I've been notified. I have not been notified. So until then, I'll keep streaming on there as well. But uh, the here's how the here's going forward. This is how the podcast will continue to be. On uh, on Wednesday will be a normal uh, fifty to one hour long podcast uh, per normal with uh, articles, uh, Q, uh, dig.com Q and A, 
and, of course, uh, open thought form from me. So you'll get all the usual shit that you normally would get for a regular podcast. And then, of course, guests when they're available. And then Sunday Leftovers. Sunday Leftovers will, will continue to be, uh, as it originally was stated about three months ago when I decided to do, start doing a Sunday podcasts, between uh, 20 and 40 minutes long with uh, Leftover Q&A, articles that I had left over and any additional thoughts that I had. So the, all the leftovers I had from the Wednesday pod Wednesday podcast that I did not get to will come as Sunday leftovers. So uh, that's pretty much it. But if you have questions or comments or concerns about coffee that I'm drinking, drinks that I recommend or any movies that I have coming up and I have backed off making any, uh, what do you call it? Stock market recommendations at this time, but I think you should be looking and I think you should be buying. Uh, so get ready. And then of course, if you want free stock, just go to positivesarcasm.com, click on the contact button, open up the Robinhood account, click on that thingy, that linky, and that'll give you a free stock once you uh, once you open that up. And you'll get a free stock, and then in a few days you can sell it. Make it for a quick few bucks, and everybody can use a quick few bucks. Anyways, uh, until then, I want to thank you guys for listening, watching, and subscribing. We're coming up on 40 minutes, so we're definitely done here. Uh, I will talk to you all in a few days in the regular Positive Sarcasm podcast. But until then, streaming live from the Spare Parts Studios. I will talk to you all in a few days. This has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation. Standing in the rain With his head hung low Couldn't get a ticket It was a sold out show But the roar of the crowd He could picture the scene
this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate.